We're going to be talking about healing. We're going to be talking about in that healing and in combination with that, we're going to answer an age old question. Why do bad things happen to good people? Let's, let's go to Psalm 121. I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence comes my help. My help comes from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved, that he keepeth thee will, will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. Brother Hagin told, and, and then I, I read about this woman during uh, World War II in London. And oh, the bombing was just, just night and day. And, and, and I've talked to people that were in those, the, the, the bomb shelter were, were uh, train tunnels. And there was no ventilation down there. And you go down there and just stay and it stunk and it was hot and it was miserable. And she just decided she wasn't going back. She's going to stay in her house. And everybody missed her. They thought maybe she'd gone or maybe she'd, something happened to her. And they said, where have you been? She said, she said I've been right here. You've been right here. Where? In my home. <laughs> In my own home. Oh, aren't you afraid? She quoted that scripture. He that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. She said, I just made up my mind and ain't no use in both of us being awake. She said, it just slept wonderful. And the beautiful part of it is, her whole block was wiped out but her house. That's the bottom line of that. God just built a little bubble around her house. Why? She believed him. She believed it. She acted on it. Faith is an act. Corresponding action to that faith. Now then. <clears throat> Healing belongs to the world. We're going to see something here that the English language is a wonderful language and the English language is a huge problem. For one thing, it's got far too many words in it. <laughs> Turn with me. John chapter 3. Sixteen and seventeen. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, 
but that the world through him might be saved. Might be saved. David, would you bring me my phone or yours? I want I want to go to the concordance and read sozo out of the concordance, please. That Greek word sozo is translated healed. It's translated saved. It's translated delivered. Amen. Hang on a second. Sozo. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. Mine. I know. I know mine better. <laughs> okay, let's go to John chapter three, and we'll go down to sixteen. That the world through him might be saved. To save. Keep safe and sound, to rescue from danger of destruction, to um, one rescue one from <clears throat> injury or peril, to save a suffering one from perishing, one suffering from disease, to make well, to heal, restore health. All in one word. So. When the Apostle Paul said by the Holy Spirit, when James wrote the church and it was translated in English, is there any sick among him? Let him call for the elders of the church. They'll lay hands on him, anoint him with oil in the name of the Lord and the prayer of faith. He didn't say we'll heal the sick. It makes me wonder about the person that was translating it. Maybe they didn't believe in healing. He said it'll save the sick. It was sozo. Heal the sick. Wow. Believe in your heart. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Well, I'm going to go ahead and put, so you need to put your eyes on it. Look in um, Romans 10, of course. This wonderful, magnificent faith chapter. Verse 9, well, verse 8, what does faith say? The word is nigh thee, even in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. That if you shall confess with your wealth the Lord Jesus, or Jesus as Lord, and shall believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be healed. So-so. Saved, healed. Brought into sound condition. The classic amplified really, really lays that out. I mean, it's, it's really good in the classic amplified. So, I already told you about James 5.15. So healing belongs to the world. 
Why? For God so loved the world. God so loved the world that he gave. God so loved the world that he gave him Jesus. Jesus, the healer, belongs to the Jesus, the Savior, the healer, belongs to the world. Amen. Nobody was born again. Nobody he healed on this earth was born again. And in some cases, he healed every manner of sickness and disease, didn't he, Nick? Healed every manner of sickness and disease. In some cases, he said, and he healed them all. There had to be at least three jerks in that crowd. I dare say there were criminals in that crowd when they got there. They weren't when they left. Amen. And there were some really disobedient people in that crowd. Some of them just grossly disobeyed immediately after they received the wonderful healing. Thank you, Lord. But that's Jesus. I love him so. So, healing then belongs to the body of Christ. Healing is ours. Healing is ours to receive and healing is ours to give. Mark. Last chapter. Turn there with me, please. Now you were wondering about God's will to heal. Do you remember? He he said to he said to his his uh, his own uh, staff members. He gave them authority over. Evil spirits, unclean spirits. And told them, freely you have received, freely give. Well, Brother Copeland, those were apostles. Not when they received that, they weren't. They weren't even filled with the Spirit. They were just disciples. Just disciples. Amen. Until later, they became sent ones. The apostles of the Lamb. And it's never, it just never ceases to amaze me. The healing forces of God. The magnificence of healing of the physical body. And I'm walking over here to my latest addition to the board of directors of Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Good morning, folks. Dr. Avery Jackson III, stand up here and turn around and look at these people. Amen. Thank you. Come here, sweetheart. This is what makes Avery work. <laughs> I'm good, thank you. This man, one of the most outstanding uh, neurosurgeons in the world. Knew he was going to be a brain surgeon before he was 10 years old. Heard the Lord say it. 
Now spend time visiting with him. And the choices that he's made. I heard the Lord. I want you to start walking and don't quit. Well, I was too tired, and that's just an excuse. Well, I don't know. And, and the Lord kept after me about it and kept after me. But finally, he just, he just quit. Well, my brilliant choice paid off. Sunday morning. 2014, right after Southwest. I'm standing in my shower. It had been a real strong meeting, but we had a lot of spiritual, spiritual, uh, just, uh, turmoil coming against me. And it, anyway. And I stepped in my shower, just letting the hot water run all over me. Had I turned this way and picked up my washcloth, but I didn't. I did this. Man, I mean, a disc exploded in my back, knocked me on my face in my shower, and I couldn't stand up. I crawled out of my shower screaming at the top of my voice. Terrible choice, and it paid off. So much pain, and I, but I made another choice. Now, don't misunderstand me. I'm, you know, I believe in doctors. Thank God for them, particularly Holy Spirit-filled doctors like Avery Jackson, who is a man of discipline. So disciplined to take care of his own body that he has a sedentary lifestyle because he's allowed to stand in one place seven, eight hours doing surgery and does this all the time. So he comes in the house doing jumping jacks. I I would have come in the house and gone to bed. And And he did his stretches and stuff in the tub to keep his body in good shape. And here's, here's what Dr. Jackson said to me. Now listen to choices. He said, I must stay away from all strife. I must stay in the spirit. I must stay in joy. I must laugh when I don't feel like laughing. Because if I am, if I'm in the least bit of of a, Sorry, mood, when I get in there, I could hurt somebody or kill them. He just refuses to do it. Because he is expecting manifestations of the gifts of the Spirit while he's doing surgery. And praise is God in the Spirit. That's great. Amen. Amen. Well, a preacher ought to have that much sense. Now, I made up my mind and made up my heart and said it with my mouth. Nobody's going to operate on my back. I've been stupid up to now. And I put up with that pain and had a painful time. 
And I'll tell you something else. I chose not to exercise. More than just walking. He only wanted me to do is walk. Well, to make a long story short, praise God, I'm working out in the exercise room harder than I ever have in my life. Loving it. Praise God. And I have no pain. Little, little bit of that sciatic pain felt like it was going to come back in my foot the other day. And I said, no, you don't. You don't put that back on me. And I heard the Spirit of the Lord say, that's not what that is. It's sore from walking on the treadmill. <laughs> Because Yvonne, my trainer, a few weeks ago started in, 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 in introducing incline into that treadmill. <laughs> my, my ankles got sore. Thank God. Thank God they got sore. Sore today, strong tomorrow. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Healing belongs to the world. Listen to this. Now, Jesus was not being kind when he said this. Verse 14. Afterward, he appeared unto the eleven as they sat at meat and upbraided them with their unbelief and hardness of heart. Because they believed not them which had seen him after he was risen. And he said, go. You go. You go into all the world. And you preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth. Guess what? Saved. (laughs) He that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. It didn't say the preachers. It says them that believe. These signs will follow the believer. In my name shall they cast out devils. In my name shall they speak with new tongues. In my name shall they take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. He set the believer into action right there. You get after sickness and disease. That's the same thing he told his disciples who became his apostles. Same thing he told them. You, you, you get after sickness and disease. You get after the devils that cause it. And don't you be, don't, don't you be the least bit embarrassed about it. You go do it. And he was frowning when he said it. You go do it. <laughs> then I believe he smiled because you can tell he did. And so then after the Lord had spoken unto them, he was received up into heaven and he sat on the right hand of God. And they went forth and preached everywhere. The Lord working with, you notice them is italicized. That means they put it in. That means we can take it out. Shouldn't, shouldn't be there. They went everywhere. The Lord working with and confirming the word with signs following. He wasn't confirming them. He's confirming the word. He confirmed the word with signs following. Hallelujah. 
healing belongs to the body of Christ in Acts 10.38. Now this is 10 years after the day of Pentecost. And up until that time, it had been a Jewish church. And they were surprised uh, that Gentiles would even be accepted because of their religious tradition. That's the way it had always been before. But Peter had a, a, fell in a trance and had a vision and all of these animals and so forth and and let down in a sheep and the Lord said, rise, Peter, kill and eat. He said, not so, Lord. I've, I've never eaten anything common. And this happened three times. And then the, and the Lord told him, he said, I'll just make it like this. Don't you call anything of mine uncommon. He's getting them ready to become an apostle to the Gentiles. You know why he chose Peter? Well, Peter would do it. He'd just do it. That's one thing I like about President Trump. He said, if it's the right thing to do, just do it. Peter opened his mouth. Acts 10, 34. And said, of a truth, I perceive that God is no respecter of persons. But in every nation, he that feareth him and worketh righteousness is accepted with him. The word which God sent unto the children of Israel, preaching peace by Jesus Christ, he is Lord of all. That word, I say, you know, which was published throughout all Judea and began from Galilee after the baptism which John preached. What was that word? How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. For God was with him. Somebody said, well, yeah, Brother Copeland, but that is Jesus. No, it wasn't. It was God. God anointed him. God was with him. God has anointed you. God is with you this morning. God is your healer. Jesus is your physician. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.